What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to Casual Conversation with Will and Gary. This is episode number 18, my friends. Thank you for stopping by. Me and Gary have a good one lined up for you today. We talk about some events that we saw in the news over the past couple of weeks. Uh, Gary talks about uh, doing yoga. He's going to be doing yoga for the next 100 days every day, so that was interesting. We talk about the dark times of civilization and how it has progressed throughout the years. Um, we also talk about how not to get wrapped up in material things and how to individualize yourself in a society that is ever-changing. And to finish it off, we talk about Gary's core values and what he believes to be important in his life. But thank you guys for stopping by. I'm sure we'll have something in here that you could enjoy. And as always, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome to the greatest podcast on the face of the earth. And we are back again. Back in black. I think I've already used For the that second one. time. We did that last episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's okay. We are back, though, for episode number. Do you know what this is, Gary? 18. 18. Dude, we're approaching 20. That's crazy. Wow. Just wow. think, we've been consistently pounding these out. We missed one week, but I, I plan on making two in one week. Oh yeah, well, up. sometime we'll have we'll get one back in the. Uh, See, I think the way that the we holding need to do tank. that, um, which I want to talk about guests at the end of the podcast and getting another guest on. But when we do get another guest on, I say that we do a guest one and then just do a regular one in one week to kind of catch back up. Yeah, and then always, yeah, you, then you could have a guest one on hand for any time. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, nobody would expect it. Just drop it in the middle of the week. Just, bing, there it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Catch them by surprise. <sighs> but anyways, what uh, what did you get into this week, Will? Um, This week, this week. Um, Let's see. We did the podcast on Thursday. So, actually, my wife was out of town uh, last weekend. So... Yeah. Continue. I was eating peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> he had stuff all over his face. So it was just me and the dogs here by ourselves all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> me and the dogs. Did you let them out? Not let them in. <laughs> we were chilling. Heck but yeah. uh, no, that all that meant was nerd mode activated. I played video games. I'm not even going to say how many hours I played video games, but it was a lot for sure. Heck yeah. What all did you play? What games? A Call of Duty, man. Call of Duty. It was double XP. So you got double the experience points. <laughs> so, Heck yeah. I mean, I was just cranking it out. And then uh, Saturday, what did I do Saturday? Oh, um, our buddy Paxton came over and our buddy Zachary came over. We just hung out, watched some all-star festivities. The oh, yeah, NBA that- all-star game. I heard the the um like a no name guy from OKC was the one that won the dunk contest. Yeah, and he should have too. Well deserved. They were trying they were trying to get it to where he wasn't gonna win. Like this one guy did a dunk before him and it wasn't as good as his, but he got a higher score. It was rigged, but he still won because he was so good. Yeah, what was his last name? Was it? Oh uh, like no, something? I don't even know what his name. I can't like even pronounce his wild. name. Yeah, I can't couldn't even pronounce we'll it. We'll just but. we'll just leave it there. Yeah. And then... Um, hey, who won this three-point contest? Uh, this dude from the Nets I've never heard of. 
Yeah. Some white guy. Who all was there? A lot of competition in the. Yeah, dude. Like Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, uh, Kyrie Irving, I think. Oh, dang. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Wow. Um, who else? Was There's somebody else. So there were a lot of sharp shooters. And he, oh, yeah, he for them. sure. Yeah. He beat Steph Curry in the finals. Heck yeah. Represent Brooklyn Nets, baby. <laughs> yeah. But awesome. No, other than that, um, that was Saturday. Sunday just hung out and then. Uh, Monday went back to work, awesome. and then here we are on Thursday. Oh, this is Friday. And how how was school this week? How was school? Oh, I had my first exam. Examination. First examination, and I didn't do so hot. What? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I did. I did okay. I got an 89. percent Oh my gosh. I wanted it. I wanted the 90. But I got what the kept 89. you from what kept what kept you from the 90? What kept you from the A? I don't know. We haven't had class since then, so. Was it, in Herman, was it in Herman's class? No, it was in accounting. I oh. haven't got to look at the test results. Well, I can I tell you. I grade. I can tell you, I would not have made an 89 or higher in an accounting test. I'm surprised. I'm actually. You. Well, here's the thing. I've taken accounting two times already. This is my third time. Oh, my so gosh. The, the first four chapters, I'll always have an A in. And this was over the first four chapters. I'll always have an A in the first four chapters. Every time I've taken the class, that's been the case. Because it's the easiest material. So wait, why are you taking it a third time? Because <laughs> I failed both the first time. You failed both the first time? Yeah, we've already talked about this. Through the first four chapters? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How bad? Like, does it get that much harder? No, I just, I was like, oh, dude, I'm doing pretty good. I got an A. And then I didn't do my homework, didn't go to class. Yeah. And then I just snowballs on top of each other. Wow. You know what I mean? That's a smart move. That's a strategic move. We're going to talk a little bit about strategy later. What's a in the strategic podcast. move? Not not attending class or paying attention after the first four chapters. <laughs> that's a that's a bad strategic move. Yeah, I was being sarcastic. Did you not hear the sarcasm? No. Okay. Well. You're pretty monotone right now to be honest with you. Yeah, dude. I took a nap. Are you I just, sleepy? I just you need woke, to wake up. I just woke up from a nap. I'm sorry. Here. I, <clears throat> have you had a nap today? I'll t- yeah, I have. <laughs> it's good to take a nap, says Matthew Walker. Okay. PhD. We'll just get a little sleep science. Get a little juice going. You yeah, know? dude. Hold on. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, I got. <laughs> I've got a little more vibrance in my voice now. <laughs> you don't have to go over the top. Yeah, dude. Just... We'll we'll talk a bit a little bit about strategic thinking later in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But no, did you? Uh, okay, before I talk about my week, uh, breaking news. What about that one dude that staged his own beating? Stay, oh yeah, um, on, let, me, let me look up his name. I don't remember his name. Well, he's he's an actor of sorts. Yeah, on and a, apparently on a real he, popular show too. Yeah, and he like paid some people to to lynch him. Is that what you said? They no, they beat him up, <laughs> and then, dude, I'm, this this is terrible to say. They beat him up, and then he made it look like they were trying to lynch him. Like they put a rope around his neck. Like when the police got there to the crime scene he still had a rope around his neck but the guys were gone poor guy yeah but it was fake so it doesn't really matter yeah man that's, oh that's jesse his name was jesse not jesse not jesse 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 smollett s-m-o-l-l-e-g-t jesse smollett jesse smollett well is jesse what do you smollett. think of, what do you think about that dude okay i'll give my two cents on it since you're give asking your, for give it me your two cents. since you're asking for it um, I think that, well, first of all, we'll start by saying this. I, Gary, I think you would agree. 
hate crimes. Hey, have, don't don't put words in my mouth. No, I'm saying I think he would agree. <laughs> hate crimes of any kind should not be tolerated. I agree with that. They should be punishable by law. They should be uh, anyone who um, acts in that way should be brought to justice. You know what I mean? I don't. So, con- I don't so condone. Define, define hate crime. A hate crime. Um, let's see. Um, abusing someone because of their uh, race or ethnicity or belief or belief. I think you could say. So like you could. Yeah, you could. Okay. Or the well, physically assaulting them. Um, I don't know what actually t- classifies as a hate crime. Probably not letting somebody do something because of their race or ethnicity. I would say. Like not letting or someone believe. in somewhere, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I think that's what that, what that is categorized as. Okay. So we shouldn't have hate crimes. So continue. we shouldn't have hate crimes. We're good. We got that settled. We don't condone hate crimes. We don't agree with them. But what this guy did was he faked the hate crime for pl- for publicity, and somewhat of greed because you knew that, it, it in a normal case like this he would receive some sort of compensation. You know what I mean? Yeah, and not just that popularity because he's a a famous you know TV actor. Yeah, they say any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, well, except for his because he's you know being charged now. He yeah, he's the one that ha- that's actually being he charged took it now too far for falsifying a police report. He took it too far. He took it too far. But he you know, I I just think it's sad because now whenever there actually is a hate crime of some sort then people are going to you know, second-guess themselves or question whether it's reputable or not, whether it's true. Yeah. And it might actually be true. You know, It's like the boy who cried wolf. You know, Crying wolf, crying wolf, crying wolf. The wolf actually shows up. You say something, and then it's like everybody just brushes everybody it Everybody questions, is it actually the wolf? Yeah, and then what happens? You get eaten by the wolf. You know, It just exactly. ends badly for everybody. So. Wow, that was poetic, Will. I know. <laughs> that was poetic. <laughs> but, man, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not... I'm not well, I'm not familiar enough with the story, I should say, to go into great detail about it. But, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's just like anything nowadays. Like, it just seems like everybody is trying to get ahead by being victimized by something. Like, everybody's looking for something to not complain about, but to get ahead with being a victim. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, because people take sympathy in that. And if you actually are a victim of something, rightfully so, you know, people mm-hmm. should take sympathy in what's happened to you. But faking it just to get ahead, I think, is, you know, a pretty sorry move. Yeah, that's definitely not not owning, like, what is happening in reality. Like, yeah, it's, he, like a, it's like a false sense of reality. Definitely. It's like you're trying to make something out of nothing instead of taking, like, 100% responsibility for what actually is. Yeah, it's like you're trying to create a facade, and so yeah. Well, t- it's it's funny you mentioned that because I was actually going to talk about this. That is that is what you have to do in order to not be have like a victim mentality. So what is a what is a victim mentality? It is thinking all the time that that everyone is against you, the odds are against you, so there's no way that you can go out and do something. Um, and to like to relate it to to his situation he was trying to get himself like more popularity and publicity and yeah, try it, and sway 
uh, things in the uh, in the media or whatever. Yeah, and especially during this time because it's a very politically charged uh, time in yeah. America right now. You it's know? like he's afraid like, of what actually is. Like he's not he's not like grounded in who he is and and what what actually is like he's trying to like make moves because he's he's living out of fear yeah he was like trying to make um make a statement about the people that or his opposition not not necessarily that oppose him in a bad way just people that are different uh thinking than him does that make sense yeah and the the reason i say he's not grounded because that's like a super unstable move yeah that that he pulled and so yeah take take 100 percent responsibility for for what you do like what actually is don't like try and lie to yourself like be be objective try and take uh try and take bias out of how you look at everything and that'll that'll help you a lot and not play in that that victim role and thinking all the time that everything's against you you know yeah yep or, that's or, true. And if you don't, if you do play a victim role, you'll you'll be very unstable and make make unstable moves like our our fellow in the news. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. And that's I mean, with everything, you can't also take what not to do in a situation like this or in a situation ever is from anything bad that happens to somebody or unfortunate thing that happens to somebody, you can always take away a positive and just give you the idea of what not to yeah, do. Yeah, you use it as a mirror. Yeah. You use it as a mirror, you look at it, and you're like, oh, that's that's probably not how I need to be <laughs> acting. <laughs> that's probably not the best idea. But it's like with, with good and bad, there's not good without bad. So when you see bad, you can like get a better idea of what good actually is. Yeah. It like exemplifies it more. Yeah. Yeah. So so take take the, the small kernel of, of good that you can find out of situations. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. That's a good way to wrap up. No, um we were talking about breathing on our on our last episode. Oh yeah. And I, I'd like to, to talk about my yoga that I've been doing because with yoga, yoga. You have to basically integrate breathing and movements of the body and like holding poses and just really focusing on your breath. And I want to talk about some of the benefits that I have have seen since I've started doing this. I'm on day nine of doing an hour's worth of yoga every day. So I do it the first thing, uh, first thing when I wake up in the mornings. And normally, okay, so I have a very small sinus cavity, kind of personal information, but... How big is it, Gary? It's, it's, it's pretty small. Your sinus cavity is supposed to be like the size of a <laughs> walnut, and mine is like the size of a, of a, like a soybean. <laughs> I still don't believe that. He's been saying that for years. <laughs> Oh my god. You guys ought to hear Gary. Like if he's just sitting here breathing, this is him. That's what he sounds like. Yeah, bro. It's cuz I got I small I got small nasal passages. I just think you're I just think you're loud. Anyways, so I like it's a very it's it's a rarity that I walk around daily and like breathe out of both nostrils. <laughs> And and since it's like I'll wake up in the mornings and I'll be like super congested. I have a lot of drainage issues like and stuff when I wake up. 
And so like when I when I normally get up before I started doing this yoga, which I mean like my whole life, I just couldn't breathe out of one of my nostrils most of the time. And I'm getting out of bed and I'm like really focusing on on breathing in like the first 10, 15 minutes of going through my routine and like breathing really deeply. Dude, I I have been like so clear. Like I just like no no congestion. Hmm. Um, hmm. My drainage problems have went away. That's one honestly. And of course, yes, I'm like super loose. I feel good. My my back doesn't hurt, which because my job, I, I bend over a lot. I lean over, drawing blood, and my back gets to where it gets a little tight. And since I started this, man, I I'm not in pain. But one of the biggest things for me is just the the breathing, and and what I've noticed that it's done for me. It's it's cleared up my congestion. Huh, that's interesting. I didn't know it could do that. Yeah, and so like, what we did were talking, you know it would do that? I I honestly didn't. Um, but it makes sense. Like, you're just you're just pumping more oxygen in your body, and your body's able to do more. It's it's more efficient and effective at what it does when you supply it with more and more oxygen. There you go. And so we were talking about when we ended last time. You know, really focusing on breathing and. How breathing, you you get so focused on your nutrition, on your your physical fitness, and exercising to improve that, and your your sleep patterns. But we really discount how important correct breathing patterns are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like like myself, sometimes I'll just be sitting on the couch and I'll just feel like I need to take like a super deep breath. Do you ever do that? Oh, definitely. Like, it, it's not that I've been doing anything strenuous or any activity. I'll just be sitting there and I'll just take like a super huge, drawn out, deep breath just to feel like I got I, I to gotta like recharge the battery, you know? Definitely. <laughs> definitely. It's nice, though. It's uh, nice. No, but you said uh, kind of, <laughs> we're just bouncing all over the place. Breathe deep, y'all. Breathe deep. <sighs> Deep. Ah, take take a good deep breath with me, Will. Take it. Mm. Didn't that complete Zen? <laughs> zen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. So you said that you had a you had a story for me. Oh yeah, dude. This, yeah, I'm getting mad just thinking about it. Oh okay. my gosh. Just take a deep breath. Yeah. Take a deep breath. <laughs> okay, so. At work the other day, we had the show come in. I won't say what show it was. But in our office, we have, you know, all kinds of equipment. We have a, you know, a copy machine, a printer, computers. That's where we keep, like, all our files for, you know, customers coming in to book events and things like that. So, so what happens is I walk over to the people running the show, right? Um, that's per usual for me. I'll go... Basically, I'm a facility monitor, so I run around and make sure the show is running well, ask the person in charge if they need anything, you know, check the trash, sweep up, pick up trash, things like that. So I walk up to the um, event coordinator, that's what we call him, and I say, hey, do you need anything? Um, everything going okay? And she's like, yeah, everything's fine. We're, everything's going good. We're doing good. Well, and I was like, okay, well, let me know if you need anything, you know. So I walk away. Probably 10 minutes later, I come back up there around. And I noticed the light in our office is on. And the office is like way way out of the way from where they're staying at. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So I go over there, 
and the copy machine is just like shooting out copies, just swing. I'm like, I was like, who's making copies? Like, my boss isn't here. He's the only one that ever makes copies. So I was like, I was like, this is kind of weird. So I walk out, and I go ask the lady. I was like, hey, is uh, everything okay? Like, are you are you making copies in the in the office? She's like, no, no. I was like, okay, okay. So I walk back to the office, and this other lady is in there w- with the show too, and she's just making copies. And I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, uh, I'm just making some copies. I was like, well, did you ask anyone if you could make copies? And she was like, uh, no, the door was unlocked and I couldn't find anyone to ask. So I just came in here and started making copies. And I was like, get out of here. What are you doing? Like, you can't just walk into somebody's office and start using their equipment when it's not yours. That it was just so you, you told him to get out. Yeah. I was like, you can't be making copies. Get out of here. And she was like, well. Uh, there wasn't anybody in here, and I just needed to make some copies. I was like, "You cannot make copies. You got to get out of here." And my golly, so like, Will, what dude, a meanie. Okay, this is this is what I compare it to. Say you go, I don't know, you go to McDonald's, right? Okay, and at McDonald's. You're at McDonald's. Line's pretty long, so you're like, "Man, I really kind of want an ice cream cone." So you just walk behind the counter and start helping yourself to an ice cream cone. <laughs> and a worker comes up to you and says, what are you doing? And you say, well, the line was pretty long and uh, nobody was helping me. So I just walked behind the counter and started making an ice cream. You know what I mean? You don't just walk back somewhere. It's like somebody knocks on your door at your house. Yeah. And you're not home. You don't answer. And they go, hello, anybody here? No. They open the door. They say, hello, anybody here? Hello? Nobody answers. You're not home. And they just go inside and go to the kitchen and start making a sandwich. Like, have some respect. Where's the respect? It wasn't that. It, the, the whole point about it was not that she was making copies. Like, it cost us like 10 cents a copy to make copies, you know? So it really wasn't that big a deal. The big deal was she just walked into our office without asking, without asking anyone, and just started making copies. And it made it even worse that the day before, my boss told them that they couldn't make copies because they asked no him. No copies! They asked him the day before to make some copies, and he was like, no, we don't allow any of our customers to make copies with our equipment. And they were like, okay. Ah. And they were like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. She knew better. Yeah. And they're grown adults! She knew better. She's trying to take... You know, we were talking about the system last time. She was trying to work the system. She wasn't even working anything. She just went back there. <laughs> that blows my mind. Acting like a freaking little kid. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Going Find in. out what it means to me. Respect, Apparently, man. it doesn't mean very much to some people. But holy cow. That just grinded my gears. I was so mad. I can tell. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. It was annoying. I can hear the frustration. And with that being said, I'll say this. For everybody out there, have respect for other people's things, okay? And especially if you're an adult. I can understand if you're a kid and you do something you're not supposed to. You know, you break something, you use something you're not supposed to. But if you're an adult and you go and use something that somebody said not to use, first of all. Second of all, you don't ask anyone if you can use it. Third of all, like... There's, a, there's like documents and stuff in there that, you know, the public isn't supposed to see. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's people's personal information like right by the desk where she was making copies. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You just got to have respect for people's things. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. I'm done with it. I'm getting mad. Yeah, I can tell. 
let's let's change topics let's change topics okay <laughs> so i i had a i heard an interesting statement uh this week that i was like whoa that's kind of mind-blowing and maybe it'll blow your mind maybe it won't but here's the statement it's that in today's time we think that we're out of the dark ages as far as like just like progression of of humankind but we're still in the dark ages man like think about how we we always think oh we've got all this this great technology which we do in in relativity to what we've had in the past but think about how like much much more new stuff we've had in just the last 2 years and how much we're going to have in the next 20 to 100 years and think about this as far as like the progression of of humankind and how we treat each other so for example we still have like very very uh primal cultures like over in the middle east that are they're killing each other and, yeah, and like as a like as a whole like the the planet like as a whole like how we've progressed um like i don't know our our awareness our consciousness if you will you think about like back in the roman catholicism times i mean they were still killing people back then and we've we've progressed up until this point but really i mean that's really only in first world countries that we've progressed that far yeah you know what i'm saying so like yeah. everybody thinks that we're we're like which we are at the peak but like the peak is now because it's just the farthest we've gotten does that make sense yeah yeah that makes sense and and i'm not saying that we're still in the dark ages but like I, the the way that i heard that i was like wow that's really it's a really interesting way to look at that like we're still like at the the very edge like we're we're cutting edge uh and we're we're blessed to be where we are in society because there are still places out there that it's like if i'm bigger than you stronger than you i can take stuff and kill you if i want yeah, to you know that's what i mean true. what I'll, i heard something interesting too is that if you look back in history um like all great and powerful civilizations only last a certain amount of time you know what i mean so mm -hmm say like the Roman Empire, I don't know how long it lasted exactly, but it wasn't more than a few hundred years, was it? You know, uh, two, two, three hundred years. Like when it was at the top, you know, it was like, I honestly don't it know. was like I'm the not... greatest power in the world. Yeah, I know so, that like they used to say the sun doesn't set on the Roman Empire. Yeah. Because it was like all over the world. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is you think about that and think about how long the... Um, United States has been of civilization and on top, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, I want, will those same, not rules, but will history repeat itself and will our civilization only last so long or has technology come so far that it can extend further on? Yeah. You know what I mean? And to that, I say, I mean, look at the Chinese, they, they've had their civilization for a long, long time. Yeah, that's true. Like that's one of the most, most ancient cultures is the Chinese. Yeah. But, I mean, they still practice the, I feel like this might not be true, but, like, China is still rooted more in its previous, or in its past in history than the United States is. Does yeah, that make sense, kind of? They have an experience. I mean, to the extent, I mean, in relativity, 
they haven't experienced the industrialization yeah, as yeah. much as, as we have. Which there. is what I'm saying, you know. Like, you yeah. never know what'll happen just because we're pressing the boundaries of places that no civilization has been before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't really compare it to, to yeah, previous civilizations of history, but... I'm not it, a I'm not a political scientist or sociologist. No, I'm not I either. Know, I just thought it was neat. I don't know where we're headed, but I just I just thought that statement was really cool. Like we're not people think we know so much, and we do. We know a lot. We know a lot more than we've ever known. But do we really know that much? You know, know. What I, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just uh, you know how I feel about it, and. 20 years the whole world will be run by artificial intelligent robots so <laughs> yeah 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 we're be all no, doomed there'll be no need for thought we'll just have <laughs> we'll just have thoughts programmed into us <laughs> for sure but yeah Mm-mm-mm. what else interesting happened to you this week anything um no not necessarily stuff anything interesting happened to me per se but uh I saw a pretty neat video I'd like to share. I'll see what you think about it. Okay. The video, um, I, it was on YouTube, and the guy speaking was talking about how people nowadays and more now than ever get wrapped up in material things. They get wrapped up in you know, a phone, a car, uh, a company, a brand, and they take it and make it part of themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like people want to be associated with that brand or they want people to associate them as being a proponent of this certain thing or this phone or this car or this, you know, brand of clothing, this what have you. And I just he he made the point to how we should differentiate ourselves and our personality from these different things, material things. Yeah, and how we shouldn't let that become us because that's not us. That's its own entity. The material object and company is its own thing. We had no say or no part in them becoming what they are or are going to be. I mean, in all honesty, just because you have an Android phone or I have an Android phone isn't going to affect Samsung or Android phones at all. This one particular this one particular phone that I have, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's, it's not, I feel like it's not, you shouldn't get wrapped so far wrapped up into it that you take offense to anybody that opposes that. Yeah. Because that's, that's very divisive. Yeah. It's like causes division. Yeah. And like, so say you have, Oh, I'll just use myself. So say I have an Android phone and Gary has an iPhone. He comes up to me and says, Oh, dude, you got an Android. Androids are so lame, you know. Dude, when are you gonna get an iPhone? And I take offense to that because I, you know, to my phone, <laughs> to my phone, bro. Because, but I take offense to that because I'm so enthralled and wrapped up in the brand itself that I consider it part of my identity. Identity. Yeah. So I get offended when somebody says something against it, but in reality. It has nothing to do with me. It's its whole. It's a whole different thing. I am my own, and it is its own. You yeah. know what I mean? Express like use objects and, and material things. Don't get so wrapped up in them, but still like it, use them to express yourself and do what you want to. But don't grow 
so attached to something that it's like embedded in you because it's not you. You can be many things. You can be whatever you want to. Why would you want to be an item? Yeah, and I'm definitely not saying don't have favorite things. Don't have objects and material things that you like. I mean, obviously, we all have things that we like, but don't take it so far as to the extent that it becomes part of you because you are your own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I feel that for sure. So I, feel I just that thought that was sure. an interesting statement. And especially now, you know, you see it all the time. You see people, they have to have this brand or they have to have this specific thing or they have to have it this way or they have their own opinion or this opinion about some, you know, person or something like that. And everyone gets gets all uptight and offended when you when somebody opposes their their brand or their company that they like yeah i think diversity is awesome yeah do what you want do what you like get what you like yeah but here's here's basically what i'm saying or what i'm getting at with that whole thing is agree to disagree we all don't have to like the same thing but i don't have to bash what you like because i don't like it or you don't have to bash what i like because you don't like it Will's been all about Will's been all about peace, love, and positivity, and unity these past few episodes. He's Dude, like I, you know what on. I mean? I'll, okay, let's just keep going with this for a second. <laughs> if okay, I'll I'll give you a challenge. Go on Google or Yahoo or wherever, and just type in news, and just look at news stories from around the country. Almost every single one of them is either something bad that happened. Something somebody did, something negative, somebody died, you know, something bad that's happening in the country. None of it's positive. There's no positive news anywhere. Nobody, it, it, it like it doesn't entice people. Is that but, why you think, is that why you think that they put like bad stuff out is because it's not enti- enticing or they put, they don't put good stuff out because, yeah, it's because not it doesn't, it doesn't catch people's eye as much as something negative or well, something why? controversial. Why is that, like, why, why? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. But me personally, it's just it just makes everything so well, not everything. I would say it makes I'll I'll use myself an exa- as an example. It makes my um I guess my spirit, my attitude, my demeanor, the way I interact with people, it makes it better when I choose to focus on things that are positive instead of negative. It yeah. it makes it better when you you share something positive instead of sharing something negative. Yeah, you're talking and, about... And, you know, some negative things need to be shared and need to be seen because they might be important. But don't always focus on things that are negative because it just brings down morale. Yeah. You said you're talking about focus. Like, when you choose to focus on more positive than negative things and go back a few episodes and listen to our, my rant on attention... That is that is what focus is. Attention is what you choose to focus your energy on. And so choose to focus your energy on things that serve you. Serve that serve you and help you serve others and empower others. Yeah, and we talked about that last episode about how you can give somebody criticism if you're actually trying to help them. It's empowering. We should be empowering each other instead of bringing everybody down because we don't agree. Like Positive influence to other people and positive comments, positive feedback, positive engagement with other people 
provide more thought amongst those people. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it provides an environment also for more thought to be provoked. Yeah, so like for example, if you if you see somebody says something to you that you don't necessarily agree with or you don't necessarily believe, when you automatically lash out and respond to them in a negative way, putting them down, that's basically the end to the conversation. You basically ended it by saying that you didn't agree, you don't even want to talk about it. But put a positive spin on it, you say, oh, that's, you could say, oh, that's interesting. I've never heard it put like that before. Do you have any more details about that? I would like to, I would like to know. And then that sparks a conversation between two individuals that otherwise wouldn't have talked because you ended it before by being negative, but through being positive and, you know, having a, a different mindset about it, you kept the conversation going. You might learn something that you didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So definitely, I definitely see what you, what you mean. I'm, I'm all about peace, love, and positivity, man. I'm down. And, uh, I don't know. You, you put, you hit the nail on the head for sure. Well, anyway, that's, that's all I got with that though. <clears throat> Basically moral of the story is you don't have to be, if you're a negative person, like Myself, I was kind of a negative person. I would always see the bad in things. Just take, just do it once a day. Find something that you would normally think was negative or a negative circumstance and just put a different spin on it. Just do one one a day. Yeah. Little small baby steps to being positive. I I dig it, Will. Okay. So I want to talk about strategy. Strategy. And how it's... It's an unusual thing for people to think strategically. Uh, most time when people think strategically, they are at work or they are uh, doing something that is not even necessarily for their career, but like they're working around the house doing something uh, mundane or whatever. So... That's normally when people are strategic, but I'm talking about being strategic in times of like just thinking about your future. And not a lot of people take a strategic approach. They just kind of go day to day and live uh, life that way. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you feel like you want more out of life and you want to do what you feel like you're called to do like it's important to have your your vision and your values and things things of that nature but it's going to take more than that to accomplish something greater and that something a lot of that something and what gives you kind of the map for that something is is strategy so when I say like strategically thinking about your future, like sit down and and map out like in detail what you want, what what you want, how you're going to to get it, like what what knowledge you need to acquire to to become well versed and and just understanding of whatever it is you're pursuing. Um, and the steps that it takes necessary to to accomplish that, because you can you can be a very good executor, 
like for example, people walking around doing uh, you know day to day things, not really thinking about their future. They can be doing what they're doing good, but they have no plan. So you can be a great executor, but if you don't have a plan, you're not going to be moving very efficiently in a direction. On the other hand, you can be a great planner and not be very good at executing that plan. You know, talk about uh, what all you're going to do and and how you're going to do it, but you never actually do it and execute it. So it's bringing those two things together to be a very effective strategist. Yeah. I actually saw something interesting um, the other day. I was reading an article talking about how, um, like, the average student loan debt for college graduates, and it was astoundingly high but the thing i read and got to thinking about was these these people are getting their degrees right or they're choosing a master or their degree of choice without having a plan is what it kind of ties into what you were saying is they're 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 a great student you know they obviously are a, a good student they graduated college during the time they were learning, they didn't calculate or have a plan as to what they were going to do afterwards with the education. Because they, they could be super smart, have all the education you, you could be want, good be a good executor, but they don't have the plan in place to further... Um, to get a vision to about... To get where they're trying to go. Yeah, like, and that, that's important to the, to the welfare and well-being of you is to know what you want uh, so if you haven't planned, how are you going to know what you want? You know what yeah. I mean? And um, I also saw another thing that um, somebody was saying that, you know, there's so many oddball, well, not oddball, but variant degrees that you can get that are kind of obscure, that not everybody, you know, um, not every employer would look for. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't, I'm not, you know, naming any any degrees that I'm not, and I'm not calling any degree bad. I'm just saying some are more um, unique than others. Some have a smaller job market than others. Mm-hmm. So with those especially, you need to be implementing a plan more than one that would you could say had a greater availability of jobs, you know? Because you're going to have to support yourself somehow. Mm-hmm. So say... You have a degree. Um, okay, I, I don't know the actual statistics on this, but we'll just use this as an example. If it's completely wrong, don't flame me, but this is what I'm going to say. Flame him. <laughs> okay, we'll use art and business, okay? Now, we know in the United States, it's an industrialized, you know, nation. There would be plenty of business, you know, degree opportunities to be had. I would think there'd be a lot more art opportunities. <laughs> but, <laughs> just like... but what I'm saying is, with a business degree, you wouldn't necessarily have to have a as well of a polished plan than you would with an art degree. Because, <laughs> because art might be a harder field to get into. There might not be as many jobs. It might be a more... Um, it might be a harder market to get into is what I'm saying. So with those, especially, you need to have a well-thought-out and polished plan so that when the time comes for you to go into the workforce and get a job, that you know you can pay some of the student loan debt back. 
Yeah, I like that. That was a that was a very good example as to what I was saying earlier. Yeah. So that's that's nice. So basically, what we're saying is, get yourself a plan, baby. Be strategic. Be strategic. Strategize to carry out what you want. Life to do. is like a game of Monopoly. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta be a strategic dude or gal, and and do what you want to do. Plan, execute, get it done. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, execution is key. No, uh, since we're on the uh, on this vein, I was talking about uh, you know your values. I mentioned your values during that that ran at some point. So I actually sat down and, and wrote down my four core values to my life. Okay, let's hear them. and how I present myself. So I really really thought about these, and I'm gonna explain each one. So the first one is. Philanthropy is is my value. Adventure, empathy, and wisdom. Okay, okay. Those are my four core values, and I, I want to talk about um, each one. So what is philanthropy? Philanthropy is, I'm, I'm looking at the, the dictionary. It's That's the, good. The, I actually didn't know the definition of it, so I was kind of des- glad you're doing that. The desire... To promote the welfare of your plan and others. Okay. So, I talk a lot about empowering people, and uh, like the way that I do that is is to empower myself, provide myself with the experience necessary, the standards that are necessary to make myself the best I can be for others, for myself and others. Yeah. Um, and so that, that is what philanthropy is, is just just s- defining your cause and then serving that cause. Okay, yeah, so I got gotcha. you. That, that's that's one, of, one of my greater goals is to, is to be uh, a philanthropist for my cause. Um, adventure. I mean, you, you probably know what adventure is but that's just uh the desire to go out into the unknown and 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 discover things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so um i wrote down i said always be curious of the unknown of the unknown and decisive in pursuing its mysteries and so we talk a lot about getting out of your comfort zone especially if you're if you're depressed or anxious because if you're in a comfortable known bubble and you're depressed and anxious, then you're really only find, finding anxiety and depression in that bubble. Go and adventure outside that bubble. So that's why adventure is one of my core values. And then empathy. So empathy is, is being able to like feel what somebody else feels. It's like when... When somebody hurts or is sad or is happy, you're able to understand and empathize with them. Um, and so I wrote, also wrote, to understand unity amongst everything is to understand various and unlimited perspective. And so we talk a lot about, um, like, for example, people have hobbies that you've never experienced. Well, to gain perspective of why they like that is to 
be empathetic as to as to like you may not understand but you 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 have the ability to be like oh they're they're really into that i know that they have a a burning passion and desire for that and that could be with anything you know yeah. so so understand others around you and there's there's so much value in in just gaining that that very wide and broad perspective in life and then of course wisdom and so wisdom uh is a term that a lot of people don't understand. So wisdom is not knowledge. Knowledge and wisdom are two different things. Knowledge are are the intelligence that you acquire over time. But wisdom is the combination of knowledge and experience. Uh, Knowledge by itself is kind of like theory uh, without practice. It's like you can have all of this theory conceptualized in your mind and, and understand it, but if you don't like set the theory to practice, like what good is it? So it's like you can learn all these things, you can acquire all this knowledge, but if you are not doing things to implement and experiment with that knowledge, you will never gain any wisdom. Yeah, there's a, there's a good example that, um, you can tell me this is true that I've heard before. It's like knowledge is, uh, we'll use a, like an example. It's say like you're having a discussion with someone and you have the knowledge to like counteract them or say something back to them that would um, like oppose them or something. But wisdom would be waiting because you have the knowledge of what to say, but you're waiting for the time because you know it's not the right time. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like you've had the experience. Knowing how to apply yeah, it's your like, knowledge. It's like you've had the experience and you know what to say, but you know when to say it too. It's like, yes. it's like you don't, just because you know something doesn't mean you say it. Wisdom is the transformation of knowledge and the way that you transform knowledge into wisdom is through experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and wisdom is a much deeper, richer form of just understanding. Yeah. So those are my, those are my values. Philanthropy, adventure, empathy, and wisdom. Yeah. Well, let's give, let's give the listeners a little homework session. So what, <laughs> okay, a little cool, homework cool. session. So once you guys, you know, you're get doing, get done with whatever you have to do, you can find some time. Write down four values that you think are important to your life and reflect on those. Think about those for a little while. Yeah, be specific. Be specific with them because if you're not specific with them and you just write down a single word, you don't get as much out of it. If, you, if you're more specific with it, you definitely have to, to challenge your mind and, and really think about what is important to you. The more you have to articulate it, the more you're going to understand why that's valuable to you. Yeah. And I'm doing the same thing as well. I've actually, I'm going to do the same thing as well. I should say I've never, yeah. I've never written down four core values that I've had. Will's so, going to, Will, I'm, I'm giving a, that homework assignment to Will and he's going to give you his four core values on the next episode of the casual conversation <laughs> podcast. I'm digging that. I like that. <clears throat> so yeah, well maybe you say like, if you're like me, well, I've never done that before. I don't know what to do. Well, Neither do I. Neither does anyone that's never done it. We just got to give it a try. Give it a try. See what happens. And if you are so courageous to do so, reach out to me and Will with your core values. I'd like to, I'd like to hear what people value in today's world. Yeah, for real. And we're, I mean, 
we're not gonna we're not gonna shun any values. We're not gonna say any of your values are less important than ours. You know, what's important to you is important to you, and what's important to us is important to us. Yeah. So it is what it is. Just let us know. We'd like to see. Everybody has their priorities. We ain't hating on anybody. Don't hate. Appreciate. <laughs> well, man. Oh man. That's about all I've got. Yeah, that's about all I got. I got to clean the house. You got somebody coming over? Yeah, for dinner. My cousin and his wife. You got to clean the house. I got to clean the house. Well, it's a it's a wreck. I walked in the kitchen earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dishes in the sink. <laughs> oh my god! Wait for everyone out there. The single most, <laughs> single most important thing for a happy, calm, peaceful, loving marriage is the dishes. That's all I want to say. No, you, if can't you can just agree say that. on if you can agree to do the dishes. And <laughs> dishes, dude. I'm not even kidding. I guarantee you, a lot of marriages have been broken over dishes. What? <laughs> oh my God, you're scaring me. You're scaring me. We'll just do the dishes. I have to worry about it. No, bro. I'm 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 not worried about me doing the dishes. I'm worried about my future flame doing <laughs> the dishes. She better do. She better do the dishes. <laughs> No, bro. <laughs> I do. I do the dishes. For there you sure. go. I don't have to worry about it. Anyway, that's all I got. All right. Well, I guess you can find me on Instagram at Gary the Great ninety six and on Snapchat at Gary G A I R Y. And you can find me on Instagram at Will underscore Pennington zero zero and on Twitter as the Scavenger twenty three. And you can find us on Instagram at Casual Conversation Podcast. And on YouTube, our channel name is Casual Conversation Podcast. <laughs> and uh, I actually haven't been posting too many videos on YouTube. I'm ca- I kind of got behind again. So we still have a lot of ours on there, but we might not have all the most recent ones. We're going to... If anybody's wondering. We're going to get to where we've got video. So we can, we can, we can give you live video of yeah. what we're doing. Um... I know we said that for a while, but it really is our intention to to get that up and running. Um, yeah, just just we just actually, work with us. We actually recorded today's, but the camera died at the yeah, end. Yeah, the camera died right at the end. You um, probably heard it; it made a weird noise. Yeah, I thought the fire alarm was going off or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're, anyway, we're we're making moves. We're gonna get we're gonna get another guest on pretty soon as well. We're we're working our magic, working the magic, baby. But. That's all I got, man. Until next time, Gary out. Later.